Hey love, and welcome to the Boss Mama podcast. The podcast that is for the woman, the mother, that is ready to ditch the mother-loving rules <laughs> she has been living by and to start writing her own. For you to learn how it is that you can hold the energy, hold all the things that you want in this life, wear all the hats, and do it without compromising your nervous system, do it without compromising your marriages, your relationships, compromising you. Life doesn't have to feel so hard, mama. It absolutely doesn't need to be. So I hope you will join me as I share more about my journey from going from a burned out, registered nurse, new wife and mother, to a thriving and aligned mama of two who's finally building the marriage, the life, and the business that lights her soul on fire. Someone who no longer feels like a victim, but feels like the mother-loving boss of her own life. I'm going to teach you how to do the same, Mama. So let's just dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Boss Mama podcast. I have been waiting for today's episode to release. It has been probably like, oh, you know, I can't even say this anymore because I say this every single episode, but this interview is beyond one of my favorites that I've ever done. It's actually one of the interviews that inspired me to start bringing more women, other entrepreneurs, other boss mamas onto this podcast. Now, Dr. Maggie Benham is not a mom. But she is someone that is so deeply passionate about connecting women, connecting people with their bodies, with their nervous system, with understanding the connection between our mind, body, and spirit through the ways that our physical body presents to us, the ways that our physical body speaks to us. So... Dr. Maggie Benham is the owner of Chosen Spot Chiropractic, which is actually the chiropractic center office that I myself go to, my husband goes to, and now my son Heath goes to. And it has been game changer, not just in like my overall physical and mental emotional well-being, but it was a huge factor. It was a huge turning point, a huge um awakening for me in my own journey and part in in the work that I'm here to do when I started going to chosen spot I was postpartum with my son Rhett and I did not at the time understand the mind-body connection to the way that I I soon would after um, being treated and going to a holistic chiropractic like chosen spot is it was after a couple months of working with my doctor dr john that he finally said to me that my lower back pain which i thought was just lower back pain i think you know many of us just think we have these pains these ailments these 
we think of the physical symptom and we think, okay, what, like, we just think, we don't think of, of where it's coming from. We don't think that of anything deeper than beyond the surface level symptom of what it is we're experiencing. But my debilitating back pain was returning, like, as soon as I would leave the office. And finally, after a month or so, after, you know, gently counseling me and each session and as our trust and bond began to build, he finally said to me one day that, you know, no matter, I can keep adjusting you, but this isn't the source of your back pain I, I I don't think this is the answer I think this is something deeper I think this is an emotionally sourced pain and until you can uncover and heal the source I don't think this is back pain is going to go away for you and it was like a light bulb moment for me a light bulb moment that really again was a huge turning point in really showing me I feel like that was a message from God, from source, telling me what it is I'm here to do and what it is I'm here to awaken to other women is this connection to our bodies, this connection to our souls, our spirit, and our emotional and mental well-being, our energy. Because he was right. It was it was an emotionally sourced back pain and to this day now when I have this lower back pain that actually recently has has come back about now that I am postpartum with my son Heath I have discovered that this is a sort where I carry a lot of my worthiness a lot of my worthiness wounds reside in my lower back in my pelvis region so this is you know this is getting off a little topic, but the point is, is that chosen spot and chiropractic and taking care of myself, you know, from the inside out has been absolutely instrumental and in really helping me take back my power over my life and my health. So I am so excited for you to get to meet Maggie and to hear for yourself about the work that she's doing about her mission about her philosophy and to hopefully you know light a fire or maybe someone like I trust and know that someone needs to hear this conversation and hear this message and maybe it will awaken something within you that maybe you've been avoiding Uh, maybe something that has been paining you that you need to dig a little deeper on Without further ado, I'm going to let us get into the episode and for you to introduce you to Dr. Maggie Benham. Okay, yay! Well, welcome Maggie to oh, should I, Dr. Ma- Dr. Maggie to <laughs> the podcast. I do you like to be called Dr. Maggie or is like or I, I don't I don't mind either way. That's my name, so yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, I am thrilled. I am so excited that we are finally sitting down to have this conversation. Um, I I personally know what a big, like a, actually a huge impact, you know, incorporating chiropractic um, 
into my own health and journey has been. Um, it was actually, you know, two years ago when I was postpartum with my first son that I stumbled into chiropractic, you know, and I think that most people like myself are very unaware to that mind-body connection and how important, not just like, obviously your spinal health and all of these things are so important, but actually how our body through, um, our body is sending us messages. And, you know, that was actually a huge wake up call for me when I was struggling with really severe lower back pain postpartum. That was like my gateway to really unlocking a really deeper connection with myself and my emotions and my nervous system and everything. And it's become such a huge part of my own work and my own practice. So anyway, long story short, I would love for you to just kick it off and tell us about yourself. Tell us how, about your story. You know, was this always a passion for you? And what kind of led you into the world of chiropractic and um, to your practice that you own today? Well, first, I'm so glad that that's been your experience of chiropractic and how it sort of was a catalyst for some more healing for you. That's a beautiful story. And I can see that in you. You already have such a beautiful awareness and intuition that um, I can see how chiropractic as a natural form of healthcare um, could sort of take it to another level for you. Yeah, thank uh, you. As for me, um, I was lucky enough that my parents took me to the chiropractor at a young age. I was uh, maybe 10 or 12. And there was a local chiropractor who was also a uh, applied kinesiologist, which we can get into a little bit later. Yeah. But mm -hmm. it's, it's sort of a unique um, niche within chiropractic. Uh, and um, so I was really lucky to be exposed to that style of chiropractic at a young age. And I was brought there at first for some repetitive ankle sprains. And he, um, this chiropractor was monumental in keeping me functioning through athletics. But as I kind of grew up in that practice, I really began to um, use chiropractic in different ways and realize the impact it could have in other ways outside of just sort of the structural musculoskeletal sense. Um, right. It started to impact my life in a very different way. And so I, I do feel very lucky because uh, what we can sort of talk about later is how there are different types of chiropractic and that this particular type of chiropractic was so necessary for my evolution and my own healing and I, I feel really grateful that I just that my parents even brought me there in the first place but yeah. and I'm grateful to this chiropractor too for the impact he had on my life um, I went to school uh, I got my undergraduate degree in biology at Geneseo and at the time I didn't I was not certain that I was going to become a chiropractor. That idea really didn't come until later on. I suppose there were seeds being planted, but uh, I didn't know uh, with certainty. And um, so I was unsure. I had a really strong connection to nature and animals, and and I was fascinated by physiology and anatomy. So at the end of my education at Geneseo, I had played lacrosse there, and I was 
dabbling with coaching, mm-hmm. but I really had a fascination with um, nature. And so I remember this period of time when I actually was on the phone for an interview with the Student Conservation Association. I was I had uh, applied for a position at Yellowstone for grizzly bear conservation. <laughs> oh my God! I, I love know. it. So, so it was, and then. But I had this like voice in my head about chiropractic too. So, and it felt like very um, divergent paths. And so uh, I I did choose eventually chiropractic that became sort of an epiphany for me when I realized that I was passionate about our, about natural healing, about learning how to take care of myself, learning how to find balance. Mm. And I realized how much of an impact chiropractic had made in my life so Mm. um so i remember deciding that and being just sort of super excited terrified all of that anyways i went to finish my doctorate at new york chiropractic college which is now northeast college of health sciences (laughs) and i wound up in the practice um i was a patient in which i was a patient um Mm. when i came out so so fast forward, um, you know, 10, 11 years, I am I'm part owner of Chosen Spot Chiropractic and Wellness. It's a wellness chiropractic center in Canandaigua. And um, I'm just really amazed at what it has grown into. We have five doctors now and um, soon to be six or seven and our community just sort of keeps showing up and telling us what they need so <laughs> it's, it's amazing and we're here for it you know so um wow. i'm grateful for for the evolution and and how i've come to be in this place and excited sort of for what's coming next because i feel like we're always in this uh creative <laughs> growth state. Um, yeah right so i feel that very much so wow. That's sort of the story to, you know, as to how I got to this place. <laughs> oh my gosh. I had no idea. Yellowstone. Wow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you touched on a really like crucial thing because, you know, for years I um didn't my idea of chiropractic was what my now husband sort of, you know, referred to me about what chiropractic was, was, Mm -hmm. you know, very, you know, in and out, um, you know, very, um, I don't, I don't, and again, I'm not, I'm not trying to book or chiropractic, but just very like rough, you know, like very, um, very much just physical, fix the problem, be on your way, you know, adjust and be on your way. And, um, you know, I, I, that was kind of my first introduction long ago and I very much, you know, I went and I, it didn't feel very, I, I, you know, intuition, I guess, like I just, I, I never went back because I, because it didn't really feel like, um, maybe intuitively then it just didn't feel like it was really fixing the problem. And so I just kind of went on my merry way and try to continue to self care or self, um, self prescribe. I don't know, self take care of myself. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, when I, um, so yeah, I, w- I would really love for you to kind of dabble in it. Cause you mentioned it, you know, you, um, so it sounds like you sort of received a certain type of chiropractic when you were younger and how what are the different types of it or you know 
I guess the most common one that most people probably think of. So um, I hear you, and um, when your uh, your idea of chiropractic or the story about chiropractic that you'd heard to that to this point, you know, to the point before you came to our practice was that it was sort of um, this uh, abrupt experience, um, a quick adjustment, crack some bones, yeah. and set you on your way, right? Yeah, and that's it's not to say that that doesn't exist because it does, and for some people, uh, that's quite effective. Um, mm -hmm. I was not necessarily one of those people um, either who um, that I didn't integrate that very well. And to be clear, some people do. Some yeah. people that is exactly the style or an approach that they need um, to to catalyze a shift in their healing. Right. Yeah. Um, so I want to be clear about that. But the um, different kinds of chiropractic is sort of uh, endless because yeah. And that's both a blessing and a curse within our profession because uh, you can go to one chiropractor and then go next door to another and get sort of a different experience. Um, what that allows for us to do is to fit the needs of varying, you know, health issues, right? Um, uh, for instance, there might be somebody who doesn't feel that my approach is is the best fit for them, and there's somebody else for them. They're out there, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, so there is sort of a really um, mechanical um, subluxation based um, chiropractic experience. And that just means it's it's all about um, sort of straightening out the spine to correct um, nervous system interference. And it's more of an aggressive like osseous approach. So there's going to be more manual adjusting. And um, and again, very effective. We do some of that at our practice. And then yeah. there's sometimes an approach where it's a little bit almost, there's more like rehab-based um, experiences. But I, I find that that's not the def technically the definition of chiropractic. That's more rehab. Uh, but you'll see, you know, some chiropractic offices that focus a little bit on that, you know. Um, mm -hmm. um, and some practices that will focus more on muscle and things like that. Um, then our practice, for instance, um, we specialize in really gentle and highly specific chiropractic care. So there is some osseous adjusting, like that more classic adjustment you think of when you think of a chiropractor. But yeah. it's mostly extremely gentle, and you can sort of attest to that with your experience. Oh, um, we, um, we find that if we can diagnose in a really specific way where an adjustment needs to happen we don't need to be very aggressive at all to change the nervous system and that bears an, that's kind of another conversation about what chiropractic really is doing um, so uh, we also practice kinesiology applied kinesiology which is really the study study of how movement happens in the body okay and we use manual muscle testing so we are testing motor control how the brain is communicating with the body um, uh, via motor output. So that means we're going to test a bunch of muscles, see which ones are working, see which ones aren't, and help understand how the body's handling physical stress. Mm -hmm. And it can also tell us in a specific way where to deliver the adjustment, how to deliver the adjustment. Um, and it can tell us whether we've made an impact, whether we've cleared that issue, rather than, um, quote unquote, like, you know, just fixing something temporarily. So, yeah. It's really um, 
pretty fascinating to anybody who experiences it because it's so interesting because you can see with your own eyes and feel with your own body where you need work right and it makes a lot of sense where you need a correction it's it, it creates um sort of an atmosphere of trust because it makes a lot of sense to the patient what they what we need to do and why and then um we can also use that muscle testing at least in our office where we have this sort of holistic approach where we're having conversation and education around um, the variables that impact our health and that might be movement that might be nutrition that might be emotion and spiritual aspects yeah. so so again um there are varying different varying ways to approach chiropractic but chiropractic itself um, fundamentally is about clearing the nervous system of interference all right mm -hmm. um so i suspect there's sort of um a really big <laughs> uh misconception sort of about yeah. what, you know what i mean like um what chiropractic is i i suppose the average person and you can being that you weren't a chiropractor and you aren't a chiropractor you could probably confirm this but most people think of chiropractic as uh for the back or to fix a problem yes mm -hmm. right okay mm -hmm. or to, to stop pain mm -hmm. the way to stop pain right and um most of most of our patients come in with some kind of symptom like that but um what we wind up teaching them is that what we're changing is neurology okay the adjustment is how we do that but because the brain and the body are in constant communication via the nervous system if we have misalignment anywhere in that spinal column or pelvis it will interfere with it it will affect how well the brain and the body can communicate which can translate into any number of physiological issues okay now that's not to say we fix anything chiropractors don't fix people people don't need fixing but mm -hmm. we we all need balance and we we need good neurological integrity so it's really important that there's no um blocks or interferences in the way the brain is organizing trillions mm -hmm. of cells at every single second. So to chiropractors, we get all fired up about that because it is a really big deal. Um, yeah. So delivering these adjustments is not just about, you know, stacking blocks up, you know, one on top of the other in a balanced way. It's bigger than that. It ensures balance in the nervous system and it ensures that you have the ability to heal uh, to the capacity that you're able, which we feel is um, pretty boundless. Um, we oh believe, right? I mean, you. I mean, that's uh, just you're just. I'm just over here, right? like speaking your language, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why I think it just like ignited me because it's exactly yes. It's because where you have it's this concept, this understanding that you know one one affects the other we aren't just right. you know it isn't just oh my knee hurts it's it's right. like okay well what led you to the point where now your knee is hurting you know yeah. like life right. like holistically big picture and i think that was why like you know it came into my life when it did because i was on that path of discovering that of understanding you know yes that integrity that responsibility of understanding that how like that we what our choices our mindset really does direct 
and a, an impact our experience, our physical experience in this world, you know, you and, and our experience with other people in this world. And so it's just, it's been so huge for me to, you know, I guess in a way it just feels like, yes, you are, our, our mission is very much in line with each other. It's just understanding like that. I think that was what it was is like the practice that you're doing here. If you can just grasp this, that you're in, that your intention and that the way that you live and the, the way that you desire to treat yourself or how you think about yourself and how you, how you, um, how what you believe about your your body mm -hmm. and yourself can really impact everything and if you can and if you have that awareness and then you understand i feel like you're more able to see the importance of having that support again with the physical because it's it's just like with myself you know i was just in there this past week and i've been having this lower back pain again that i talked about in the beginning and i you know, I had a conversation with, you know, Dr. John that, you know, like he, it's again, it's not just my lower back. It's my adrenals. It's my stress. It's, it's what's going on in my life right now, you know, and, and it's manifesting in this way. And again, it comes back to me. It's not necessarily, like you said, you don't fix people. It really comes back to me doing that dip, deeper inner work of like, okay, really looking inward and looking at, you know, where, where, what's the source of this? Like, where is this coming from and where can I adjust to give myself more of what I'm needing so that I'm not experiencing this pain, you know? Yeah, um, that's really beautifully said. So I, yeah, I just was like, I just, I just love hearing <laughs> you hearing it because you're right. It's just this, I, I guess it kind of goes back to this, you know, just, uh, culture and we, we see what we, we want, or, you know, it's like, we get such a narrow view of what things are, but it really, it, it it's kind of what I talk about a lot. One of my mentors said to me, um, a long time, you know, because I essentially, like you said, many people come to you when they're in the midst of a rock bottom, you know, they're, they're at their breaking point of pain of, of whatever it is they're going through. So they finally come in your doors. And I feel like that's very much was my experience, you know, like things got really bad before I finally kind of had this wake up call. Um, and my, my, my belief too, is that we don't, I, I know you don't ever want to rob someone of their rock bottom. That's what my mentor always said to me, but I really wish we didn't have to get to that point. You know, I really wish it didn't have to. I, I wish I, I believe that this is a way of living that we all can incorporate if we just open up that conversation and open up that awareness. Yeah, I think you're right. I think really well said. And, and sorry, you know, you know, I think there's, you, you mentioned, you mentioned there is really consciousness shift to happen <laughs> in this conversation with people. And part of what I do at, at I mean, doctor does, doctor means teacher. So um, first and foremost, you know, one of my missions is to help people find balance and connection through mm -hmm. chiropractic. 
but also to teach them. And it would be this lovely, you know, kind of romantic idea if I was. But that's, it's, first of all, it's not true. And that would be, it wouldn't last very long because then I would be responsible for everybody's healing. And it's just not how it works. So I, I really do establish in the beginning that, um, that relationship and the roles in healing because, um, you know, some people come in and they go, well, I, I heard, I heard fixed Mary's neck, you know, or yeah. whatever. <laughs> and uh, well, careful. I don't, I didn't fix Mary's neck and I don't fix people and she didn't need fixing, you know? And I, I really do mean that on a fundamental level because all of these experiences we're having, all of these physical manifestations are um, communication, right? Um, it's pain and symptoms are, they're all communication from our body. And if look at what's happening in our health with a little bit more curiosity rather than judgment, we can really um, heal faster. So it sounds like that was part of your experience too, that like initially, you know, whether wh whatever kind of pain you were having, it, at first we, we go into sort of fear mode and we go, oh, just make it stop, right? Make it go away. Um, so we sort of want to silence the symptom and that's, um, that's really endemic in medicine right? Modern medicine. If a symptom comes up, we want to silence it. If you're having a histamine response, you take an antihistamine. If you're having pain, you take an NSAID. If you're, um, if an organ's malfunctioning, you take it out. Okay. Just whatever you can do to sort of silence the, uh, communication from the body. So, um, that is the culture, right? That's the cult. That's what we've learned. That's what we grew up with. We go to the doctor and we, to make a symptom, to make something go away, you know? Yeah. And so we sort of choked off and silenced a sort of relationship we're meant to be having with our physical bodies. And, uh, so I do think that that is changing We're we are actively in a shift around all of this. Oh, I believe so too. Yeah. So, and mm -hmm. I, that shift will, achieve if we can have these individual experiences that's the place it needs to happen so in our own bodies and in our own minds and to them to speak to the mind body connection i mean it's it's massive um it's mind body connection at least as a phrase is not something most people haven't heard of but whether they know it not know it with their minds but like know it you know uh your own experience yeah experience that's a different story so <laughs> part of our care and part of, um, you know, how in my office is usually, uh, along the scale of becoming more aware of what's happening in their bodies and what that means. Like I find that I'm translating uh, at first, right. I'm translating. Well, all right. Like this symptoms coming up. What does it mean? Let's try and figure out what your body's asking for. It's never that body. It's never that our body, it, it has, yeah, has just failed us. It's, it's always about the body needing something that it's not. Yeah. So, um, what's beautiful about the muscle testing and applied kinesiology and the style of chiropractic that we use in a holistic way is that we get to go, all right, I don't even have to have all the answers. I get to ask your body sort of what yeah. it, right. Um, so we can, we can how the nervous system responds to certain things, certain movements, certain foods, certain ideas. Um, so anyways, the mind body 
up on the table for patients in various ways. One of the ways that I and become is a sort of slow evolution for patients is this somatic, what we call somatic experience, right? Um, that, and the idea here is that you can have physical pain or physical symptoms in your body that are a direct result of unprocessed emotion. Yes, I right? was really, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> one of the things that I realized, well, yes, this, I was going to say that one of the things that I do with my clients and what I realized with myself with this back pain, that it's really, it's been, it's trapped emotion. And I, one of the things I've incorporated is using you know, the emotion code and just understanding that emotions can be trapped in the more, again, silencing ourselves, suppressing ourselves from experiencing, feeling these emotions, um, the more we are literally, you know, causing or self-sabotaging what our body or, our, you know, our soul or my, everything is trying to communicate to us, like you were saying. Um, so yeah, I would love for you to speak on that because or continue on because like absolutely right, you got it. I mean, and the motion code is really really cool. Um, <laughs> so you know when it comes in, they may have this experience of like, well, take your low back pain, right? And <clears throat> what we find is that these specific emotion emotions like water, it's actually it's meant to kind of flow through us, right? Come yeah. up and go away, right? But if we um, get stuck or we don't process our emotion, if we uh, kind of compartmentalize it or, or tuck it away or uh, don't disconnect from it in some way, it winds up staying in our cellular matrix somewhere and, and literally showing up in a physical We even move differently around emotion, certain emotions, I mean, anger, anger pain shows up in the chest, right? Yeah. Um, lots of <laughs> wind up. They've had unresolved anger and sadness, right? And and it shows up in their heart and in their chest. Um, lower back tends to be about carrying a load, right? Or unprocessed emotion about um, uh, family and relationship and, um, you know, problems in the pelvis can be very much about safety and uh, and uh, how we the world right worthiness Pro is what came up for me yeah right and mm -hmm. we are in the that means and feet you know feet and ankles can often be about moving forward around something or um a hips can be about moving forward you know um so there's all these like physical really cool uh, there's a lot of practitioners who have done a lot of work kind of documenting which emotions show up where. So outside of that somatic experience and at least understanding there's there's patterns that can come up in our body, right? Like if somebody comes in and I have to keep adjusting something and we've done, you know, we've prescribed some kind of movement and we've given them some kind of nutrition to support healing of the tissue and we've talked about meditation and breath work. Okay, well then, but it keeps coming up. Um, I don't say, well, this is a life sentence for you. We dig a little bit deeper. Well, what is this about? You know, and so we try to be sort of present with the patient and ask some certain questions about, is there a specific emotional pattern 
or emotion that's coming up for them that's sort of unresolved. I can't tell you the amount of times I've had an experience with a patient where we've done everything we know to do, right? And their, say, their, their right shoulder pain doesn't go away until they healed a relationship with their father, right? And like, really, what is that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's like how we hold certain things in our body is, is very real and emotion uh, is, is very much a part of that. Yeah. Oh God, you're right. Yeah. That was exactly kind of the experience I had with, you know, Dr. John was he'd done everything he could or knew to do. And it c- c- finally got to that point of like, okay, what is that? You know, what, where is this, what's underneath the surface here? And, um, you know, I myself have in in my story, my my um, part of my journey of, that led me to all of this is I've struggled with, you know, anxiety most of my life, and um, I've I've battled with um, this, you know, coming from healthcare and Western medicine and just my own experience. I've battled with medication and. Because, you know, for a long time, I thought maybe if I could just get on medication, like my anxiety would lessen, you know, and then I got on medication and it didn't really go away. And so this really is where that seed was planted for me that uh, like I this isn't going to go away in, with until I actually fix what's under like going on. And so right. it led me to all these lifestyle changes. I started, you know doing more personal development. I started meditating. I started doing all these incorporating, um, you know, healing my relationship with my body, uh, self image, um, you know, body image. Cause that was a big source of, um, you know, I don't think I'm alone in that. I know many women, you know, my first business as a health and fitness coach, that was a, one of the biggest struggles was just women in their bodies and, um, you know, their physical image. And, but as all of those things started to heal, what I found was that my anxiety still lingered. And so therefore, and with medication, and so this is where I really, truly feel like, you know, I do believe that there are imbalances, right? I do believe that there are necessary things that need um, you know, help from outside help through medication, you know, there's physical illnesses that obviously, you know, can be assisted and need that intervention. However, I feel like we oftentimes skip to that point before we stop at this point of really, you know, looking at the ways that we are living and the ways that we are being and doing this type of inner inner, um, awareness, this inner work. And I have found for myself that, you know, my anxiety has finally dissipated. You know, I I still experience anxiety, but I no longer um, feel like I identify with, I I used to wear my anxiety almost like, like a title, like, oh, I'm just, like I have anxiety, you know, but now I've learned to ex- say that like, no, no, anxiety is a symptom that I experience when something's out of balance in my life. Okay. And are out of, out of balance within my, with my, within my, my own self. And so it's really shifted that 
again, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm looking outside myself. I, I really think the point of me saying all this is because I feel like we often look outside ourselves to, for something to fix us. Like, but like you said, we don't need fixing. And I feel like what you're doing, I believe is really truly just getting people back in alignment with who they are and the way that their body craves to flow and function. And, and it really comes down to very, very big, but also very, very little subtle things like just reconnecting people with their intuition. Like you said, the the foods we eat, the things we do, the people we're around, like it's all impacting us in ways that I don't think, I think, yes, now we are coming on board with, we are slowly but surely, I feel like people are experiencing that gift, um, like you said, but I do think that it just, I don't know, I'm losing my train of thought now, but <laughs> just, oh. Mom brain's kicking in with this uh, squirmer over here. Amazing. For a while, right? And you had to um, search yourself for the things you needed. So I really give you a lot of credit for um, within the context of this culture and this modern life for you saying, oh, I don't know, this doesn't, this doesn't feel right to me and trusting that enough to find your own answers. Um, you made a really good point about um, about anxiety, and I hear you. And you're like, because isn't it funny how we talk about it like my anxiety, like it's it is, it's like a part of us, right? And because and that's the language we've always used around it. But if we, you made a good point about it being sort of a state of being, right? Like a state of your nervous system, and that's truly what it is. And and I'm not, I really don't, I'm not demonizing medication or medicine or anything like that. In fact, I've used it in my life to to. Places. same but mm -hmm. to your point yes we uh as almost as a rule go to that first and that's not that's not right so um but anxiety and some of these other dorsal vagal responses uh like um you know worry and panic and anxiety they're all a fight fight flight or freeze okay there's there's the autonomic nervous system has sort of two sides right it has this fight or flight the gas pedal and it has this parasympathetic the the brakes okay the rest digest and it can't really be in both sides both states at the same time so uh, helping people understand um how to read their own nervous system and sort of uh, map it um but uh, is really important so um chiropractic also this is one of the ways that it makes such a massive impact for people that they really don't initially understand if you have misalignment in your spine for instance in the upper neck or in the lower spine anywhere your nervous system will be in protection mode by law okay and you cannot be in protection and healing at the same time so your anxiety will be higher your breathing won't will be shallow your digestion will be down regulated your sleep will be down regulated because your nervous system thinks it needs to be alert it needs to be hyper vigilant so yeah you're you're anxious because you're like hyper feeling your experience um so if we can for many people they realize that that's a sign that they need to get adjusted first of all but then we can also kind of retrace and introduce some techniques um, like nervous system regulation um, 
you know, which includes breath work and emotional reflex points and meditation to mm -hmm. retrain the nervous system. Okay. So we can clear the nervous system so that it's in better balance, but we sometimes need to retrain um, behaviors that will support a state of balance and calm in the nervous system. And, mm -hmm. you know, for me and a lot of my patients, you know, one of the things they feel after adjustment isn't necessarily about pain right yeah it's like training okay i'm feeling anxious i'm gonna go have a drink instead right. i'm i'm feeling anxious okay i'm gonna go do some tapping or i'm gonna go outside for uh, five minutes or i'm gonna you know uh yeah i'm gonna go step remove myself from the room and just yep. take some deep breaths and yes it's 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 and this is what i mean about like who are ways of being it's like when you are being this person like that's something we have a control over like you get to choose in those moments and yes it takes discipline and practice and consistency it's a habit it's like build it's like a muscle reflex yep. okay well this is what i've done so this is what i'm gonna do well, no, we get to change that. And and by changing that, we can, we can, again, like you're saying, retrain our nervous system and really um, allow ourselves to, again, I just kind of think of it as like, um, like when I'm talking with people about human design, it's like, yeah, it's like when you get into those not self themes, anger, disappointment, worry all you know anxiety all these things you know i don't believe it's just one thing but when you get out of those uh when you get into those emotions those negative low vibrating emotions it's these pinpoints those are guideposts telling you hey we need we need help here hey we need adjustment or and you know like we need um your intervention we need you to come on board and come online and give us more of what we're needing and maybe that's slowing down maybe that's you know water <laughs> maybe you had some you know just like rest maybe that's um movement maybe that's you know it's that's individual and that's where you or i can't be the one to tell someone what they need that comes down to us really like again that practice of learning and what it is that we're craving what, like what is it that i'm really wanting what is it that i'm really craving and learning how to give that to ourselves in the moment and you're translator let's too and i you know i did that with you and i found it to be really profound it was really really helpful um you know alan watts says um, trying to understand yourself is like trying to bite your own teeth <laughs> it's really hard for us to see our own stuff uh, you, you know, so that's why relationships are helpful too, because they sort of mirror uh, what's for us, right? Sometimes in ways we don't expect. Um, but it, I do believe that we are here to help one another. And I don't, I, mm -hmm. you neither, but I don't claim to be the pinnacle of right. help fronts. I'm, I'm walking my own walk. But mm -hmm. uh, my work here on this planet, I, I do believe, is to help people find balance and to, to action through chiropractic and lifestyle um, changes and more natural living. And yours <clears throat> is much the same. For instance, I, I learned a little bit more about my orientation and that um, one of the things I need as a person is actually to, I need to live my own choices. <laughs> <laughs> of what, you know, somebody could tell me, you know, 
Maggie, I know you and you need this. You need to do this. Well, that's not how it's going to go for me. I'm going to do it how I do it. And then I'm going to maybe fall flat on my face, but I've got to learn it that way. And, but I am so able to, through my experience and my, you know, my mistakes and things like that to, to speak with somebody with authenticity around something. And uh, even my help was, is quite, has been quite a ride. So I am able to speak from a really authentic with people about what's going on with them because I had some visceral, you know, experience of my own. Yeah. But really catalyzed that for people. That was, that was really profound. Um, I, I hear you when you say, um, you know, change, shifting some behaviors and some lifestyles to support, you know, just feeling not for a fix. And um, I love that. And that's, that's sort of part of our prescription, right? Our prescription isn't medication at the movement and meditation and breath work. They have some deficits in things like that. But what's really like been a huge calling for me recently is like is is natural living in a different way sort of um i love the world the word rewilding you know um i'm so called to snap out of some of our modern behaviors that when we think about them just don't make any sense <laughs> you know um and really connect a little bit more to our human biology right um we were kind of adapted and evolved to be on this planet, I believe, in a completely different way than we're living. And um, it's made us quite sick as a culture. Um, so, you know, I'm fascinated by how nature, reconnecting to nature can heal us. Um, you know, so I, I do some, personally, I do some cold plunges and, you know, cold water immersion and breath work and grounding and being outside and kind of forest bathing and things like that. But there's all these that don't require us to go live in the woods by ourselves, right? Like how do we integrate, how do we change our lifestyles in a way that's more in sync with our human biology, um, but doesn't require us to kind of split in half and go 180 degrees in the other direction. So. Um, that has really been a calling of mine recently, and I'm I'm sort of interested in integrating that into my healthcare experience with patients and offering workshops and things like that. Just remind what you were saying reminded me of that, you know. Um, oh yeah. Oh, you signed me up because that sounds amazing. Um, <laughs> you we you know it's again it's one of those like obvious things that we just overlook like the power of nature like we are natural beings and like we don't like even myself i can tell you like it's i think that's one of the biggest struggles is you know winter and the months that and and with motherhood too it's it's that it's um i know how healing um being outside is for me because i i can call, recall like how vibrant i feel and how much better i feel in the spring and the summer and the fall when being outside is quote unquote easy but when i'm in these colder months it and i you know and i'm in the thick of you know this season of motherhood it has been a challenging thing to um not have that exposure 
that yeah. um, I I know I need. And um, yeah, it's it's a balance. And it's so it's so for me, it's yeah, it's like, okay, one of the things that because I work a lot with mothers and I, you know, because that's been one of the most profound experiences when all this catalyzed, but um, is finding ways to ground and do do what I can in this moment yeah. and in these in this season. And um, but I absolutely, uh, I just, I really could talk to you for hours. Um, <laughs> I feel like you have a gift and you are bringing this. Like you said, the people just keep on coming and they keep coming for a reason. And um, you know, I, I'm just feel so grateful to be local to go to you um, personally. Go to come to your practice, and I just think like you are, you know. I know we touched on the different types of chiropractic, but I just, I really think that what you're doing is changing healthcare and, you know, slowly, but surely, like you said, we have to start, we have to start small. We have to start with us. We have to, and, but like, don't ever underestimate the power or profound impact that you yourself can have. And I say that to everyone, but I also just want to say that to you because I mean, you've been like, just the mission and what you're doing has, you know, it planted seeds and it's planting seeds and it's causing a lot of um, incredible ripple effects. So just thank you for, for everything that you do. I don't know those things better. I, um, well, here, my friend, I think, and really appreciate that. I'm, I, we feel honored that you, have come to our office as well and we've all got work to do and I think we're just kind of walking each other home here so <laughs> um but thanks for talking with me thanks for having me on this I loved how organic and easy that was that was really nice yeah it yeah thank you and you know like I said I feel like maybe we'll have to have a part two and definitely talk about this rewilding because I find that so fascinating and I I know that my listeners you know would find that just as fascinating as well. So yeah, thank you, Maggie. And just thank you for sharing your story and your heart and just everything that you're doing. Oh, thank you. Thank you as well. And um, have a beautiful day. I am so thankful that you joined me for today's episode. If you liked this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at sheisbossmama. Or better yet, give this podcast a rating or leave a review. That helps me get the message out to the women that so badly need to hear how possible it is to take back your life and start writing a new story. Don't forget to check out the show notes to download my free Empowered Mama meditation series and my HD Mama blueprint and all of the other ways that you and I can work together to help you become the mother-loving boss that you were born to be. Until next time, Mama.